Holla ballers and a brofist to you all, because Friday has landed with us here at PGHQ once again. And it is my pleasure to sit down with the rest of you and have a wonderful end to our week. But it will not be the end of the streaming because the brand new Path of Exile season begins in just a few short hours. Oh yes, five hours from now, the brand new PoE season lands and it is time to chop, rip, tear, asunder many monsters in many fashionable ways. And lots of people who've never tried it before coming along for the ride. This time we're going to make a little community so we can have a little play for a few days because next week next week we are going into final fantasy 9 as voted by our wonderful audience you can see them right here these guys they're, they're pretty good like not this one he's a, he's a dick he's all right he's poor he's okay he's not a sub though so kind of a shitter uh this guy's a good taiki's good shit shit poor this one's poor valrez is poor a lot of pores yeah, a lot of pause, which is kind of sad. A lot of pause uh, in the chat. So, you know, that's the way it goes. But we are working through every Final Fantasy ever made because I never got to play it. Uh, as a child, I was a Sega child. I grew up with Alex Kidd and Sonic the Hedgehog and all those wonderful things. And then moved over to the Nintendo 64 to play the wonderful 3D things. And PlayStation, Sony, SNES, all that stuff kind of passed me by. Uh, so we've played Final Fantasy 4 and completed it. Fully recommend it, especially if you're enjoying Endwalker, because a lot of the new journey that is beginning in Endwalker, if you're up to date with the MSQ, is based on Final Fantasy 4 characters. And you might find that really interesting. And this week we finished Final Fantasy VI, considered one of the best ever made, and it was a journey. It was a hell of a journey, and we told stories told of poor Strago, who just needed bedtime. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted in the whole world, was just Betty Bows. Strago just wanted Betty Bows, yet he stood strong in the final days against Kefka. He stood strong, but he just wanted Betty Bows. That's all he wanted. We saved every character except Sid. But, in my defense, Sid is a piece of shit in Final Fantasy VI. As is Biggs, as is Wedge. They're not nice people. And so they were sacrificed to the gods because that's what they needed to do. That's the way it needed to go, unfortunately. I did remember his name. I did. I remembered the, the mighty Strago and everything he did. But that's not why you're here right now. We'll be playing FF9 next week and some POE this evening. We are here because around the world, and for our newcomers who've never seen Drama Time before, we like to finish the week with sharing stories amongst our community of the weird and wonderful things that you run into online where people have the power of anonymity. In the power of anonymity, it allows people to be wacky, crazy, and do all sorts of stupid things that they would not ordinarily do. It's as simple as that. They do things they wouldn't ordinarily do. Uh, and therefore, they act and behave in ways that are just extraordinary. Uh, sorry, Chris. I need to yoink this for a sec. Uh, da, 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 da. Your timing is bad. Your timing is bad. Let go. <laughs> Your timing is... Stop. Stop. Actung. Stop us. Uh, so we're going to begin with uh, the Clown Fiesta. The Clown Fiesta. Uh, I like the idea of a Clown Fiesta. The Clown Fiesta. And of course, all names in the show are brought to you. And I've put it in the wrong place because I'm bad at my job. You'd think I'd done this show before, but I haven't. Um, all names are brought to us by our wonderful website sponsors who allow the show to continue and to do all this wonderful stuff for you on a Friday. And our name is going to be Blaces. 
or blackers, bleaces. I'm gonna go with bleaces. It looks like bleaces. Uh, I'm gonna go with that, and then six. You think this was season ten? Yeah, it is season ten. Indeed, it is totally season ten. All right, so Bex has tagged this as this guy is my spirit animal. Hmm. <clears throat> that bothers me because that either means you're Welsh, in which case you're a poor, or you like Lalafels, in which case you're a poor. So it's hard to imagine where this might go. It's hard to imagine where this might go. So we'll have to figure it out. It's uh, some sort of sheep story. Yeah, probably a lot of oatmeal eaters. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying. Hello, Mike. And hello, your chat. This is my first ever time submitting something on Drama Time. I'd like to apologize right away. English is not my first language. Trust. Anybody who sends drama in, 99% of them are not native English speakers. It's fine. I've done this for many years. I can figure through it. It's all good. My story starts with an MMO, as you might imagine. But not one MMO you've ever played. It's an MMO that I dread to even think about. Any guesses in the chat? It was my first MMO. And at the time, I didn't even know what MMOs were. I went online and I typed in online game. And I saw whatever showed up and decided, sure, I'll play that. I have interwebs. I chose Fiesta Online. If you look it up, don't judge me. I was 17 with my dad's laptop. Uh, I just wanted to play a game where I could be with other people from around the world and I didn't know any better. I swear to you it was a simple mistake. I bet there is at least one person watching right now who thinks it was a good game, but it was always shit. Note here from Wonderful Bex, she found the trailer. I'm sorry to our audio listeners, but obviously you have internet access. You can find this trailer yourself. But for our live audience, here we go. <laughs> Are we ready? <laughs> Are we ready? Hmm. I need headphones. Strap in. Okay, the Fiesta online trailer. Alright, I want to know if you're going to buy it or you're going to sell it after this. Here we go. Fun and joy. Looks alright. Crabs. Looks fine. Ooh, choose your class. Oh, oh no. Oh, it got bad really quick. Oh, it got bad really quick. The Joker class. Raids and dungeons. <laughs> to be fair, for 2008, it's not terrible. Graphically, I mean. 
these exciting events. God, the recording's so bad. So bad. Oh, this wedding's superior MMO. I've got to admit, that doesn't look terrible for when it was a real game. That doesn't look terrible. That's from... Two, oh, sorry, it's 2004. Oh, no, 2006. That didn't look terrible, right? It didn't look terrible. It's weeby, but it didn't look that bad. It didn't. It looks like a modern Switch game. If we're being honest, it looks exactly like a Switch game that came out in 2022. So it doesn't look that bad, really. It looks okay. It doesn't look terrible, in my opinion. <laughs> All right. I started this game as a tank. I didn't know what a tank was. I just wanted to have a sword. And I was the squishiest tank in the game, as I pumped all my stats into strength instead of health, or anything that would actually help me survive being hit in the face. I was a clueless teenage boy. During my quests and killing the bears... Not knowing what the fuck a dungeon is. And I didn't even know what was going on. But one day, the quest stopped. My progression hit a wall. I tried grinding. Because I'd heard of this. In the open world. But the experience was garbage. I gave up and I went back to the main city. With my head in my hands. Maybe there was a quest I missed somewhere. But suddenly... I was approached by a woman named Blaze. She needed a tank for a farm group in a dungeon. I didn't know what she was talking about, but it was a girl. So I said I would come. <laughs> so in this game, in our wonderful Fiesta Online game, there is a mega dungeon. A mega dungeon. It's a grind experience. But it was also a PvP zone. And if you died there, you lost experience. Ah, classic MMOs. Ah, the good old days. Meaningful choice. Consequences. Yeah, I mean, do you, you remember World of Warcraft was considered a super pussy MMO because this didn't happen? At the time, World of Warcraft was considered such a kiddie game because it didn't have that stuff. Because it was very normal. It was very, very normal to die and lose experience or lose your loot or something. Everybody looks at World of Warcraft as like, this is like a kid's game. You don't even like lose anything when you, when you die. As you can guess, the whales will stand right at the entrance to snipe the paws. <laughs> I was lucky on my first venture to the dungeon. No one attacked me as my party went into the, into the one good farm spot for our level range. And everyone was waiting for me to pull the mobs. But I didn't know that. <laughs> Just not staring. <laughs> I didn't know about MMOs. I just saw my party standing still, so I stood still with my party. Blaze typed in party chat. Uh, are you going to pull? Now, it was obviously addressed to me, but... I wasn't looking at the chat box. I was much like you, Mike. <laughs> this is why I have chat bubbles. I never look at the chat. 
imagine reading chat honestly in 2022 man imagine reading chat that's crazy like have a microphone <sighs> she had to send me a whisper to actually get my attention you need to go in there and pull get everything to follow you and we'll kill them she told me i was concerned if i go in first they'll hit me and i'll die <laughs> said don't worry i'm a healer i'll keep you alive i was amazed this is my first sense of real teamwork she was telling me what i needed to do she was telling me what she was going to do and we were going to work together in order to make this work and i got very very excited so i ran in and died <laughs> And my group disbanded immediately. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them to this day. I was terrible. I was shit. But. She stayed. She stayed in the group and she told me not to worry about it. Blaze was going to help me. Blaze and I became friends from that point. She tried to teach me about the game and the mechanics. But none of it would go in. I don't know why, but I learned nothing. The most I got from her that I understood what she was talking about was how to unlock some new quests. At least that I had some kind of understanding of. You're 17? And you can't figure out MMOs. 17. Hmm. Okay. We played every day together. She'd give me gold when I needed it. Craft me the gear for my level range. It turned out I was wearing stuff 30 levels wrong. Form a party just to get me some experience. I would log in every day just to hang out with Blaze. I was having fun. Regardless of me still being terrible, I made a friend who lived on the other side of the world. It was something new for me that I never experienced. Now... Some of you might be suspecting some shenanigans between me and her. But I want to make something clear to you guys. I, of course, was 17 years of age. Blaise was 49 years old. My English wasn't as good as it is now, so a lot of things I just didn't understand what she was saying. And me being young added to the cluelessness of it. Another thing I'll add, she knew how old, how old I was. But none of her friends knew. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, maybe? Mm, first time? Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know the old lady vibe? <clears throat> Where do you live? Is this legal? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> it's legal in the UK. Frowned upon, for sure. One day, she asked me to marry her in game it costs money to do that in the game and at the time i thought about being married in game meant something really serious so i rejected her i told her i wasn't ready for such a commitment <laughs> oh precious child precious child whoa 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 marriage <laughs> back up Oh, Blaze was upset about it and stopped talking to me for the entire day. 
A friend of hers, which I was at a party with before, approached me to talk to me about it. It's like, dude. Dude, dude, she's your girlfriend. She said she'll pay for it herself. Why have you said no? Now, again, to be clear, I didn't speak very good English. And he didn't actually say the word girlfriend. He said GF. I didn't know what GF means. And she was telling everyone I was her BF. I didn't know what that meant. And I wasn't about to Google it. So I did the obvious thing. What does GF mean? And he then thought I was a complete idiot. After a few moments, he realized what I was saying and then that I was being honest. He said, girlfriend. Again, I didn't speak very good English. So I saw the words and went, yeah. She's a girl and she's my friend. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. She's a girl. She's my friend. I get it. So I confirmed to the dude that she is indeed my GF. That actually is the correct terminology. You're right. She is my GF. You're totally right, my dude. She is my GF. Which then made him even more confused. Why do you keep rejecting her then? Until he convinced me to do it. Apparently, and this is what sold me on the idea, you get bonus experience if you play with somebody you're married. And I liked the sound of that. (laughs) I was eight levels away from Cap, and those levels were really big. (laughs) So I needed that stuff. I mean... To be fair, I would marry my sock if it meant I got better experience. To be fair, I absolutely would do that. I only talked to her friends when we were at a party for a dungeon. I never knew any of them well enough to even tell them the things about me. The whole vibe was off. After Blaze and I made up, she started acting in a different way than before. She may have been doing that the whole time, but it was more tame and I didn't notice. She would blow me kisses, asking what I look like in real life. It went from always doing content to just sitting in the city and her talking my fucking eyeballs out. (laughs) We were getting very little experience. (laughs) Wait, this is not what I signed up for. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. At times, I would just AFK IRL to get food while she kept talking. (laughs) I wasn't having any fun. This isn't fun at all, I thought to myself. The wedding was getting closer. The date was creeping on in. We barely had done any content together at this point. I barely had any experience the whole time. I decided to tell Blaze that I wanted less talk... More play. I look back on this moment and I admit it probably came across as pretty mean. I was a dumb teenager and I barely learned English from watching shitty American movies and it kept going back and forth. She was easily upset and she would tell me that she's crying in real life. I didn't care. Her crying was not giving me experience. (laughs) That's so cold. (laughs) That's so cold. (laughs) 
Unless your tears are giving me levels, I couldn't care less. <laughs> we came to an agreement. We'll keep the game for content, but she wanted instead to add me on MSN so we could have still have the talky talk. <sighs> now, I mostly had my family members on MSN, so I wanted a friend to chat with. Now, you can probably tell this was a mistake, but also, it was the light I needed to show me the path that I was currently on was not a good path. And the destination, not one I wanted to go to. In order to make this deal work, instead of running some content, she'd log out of the game and send me MSN messages. You got outplayed, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Alright, so if we're online in the game, we're playing the game. But if we're not online in the game, we're talking MSN, right? Okay, good. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. Log out. MSN. <laughs> It, it got so bad. She stopped logging into the game for entire days just to sit on MSN. <clears throat> I was actually in a living hell. Constantly asking me to send her pictures of myself, requesting video calls. Not that MSN video was any good. Thank God it was garbage. Telling me she'd pay for my travel expenses so I can live with her. I'm not that stupid. I knew there that what she wanted out of me. There is no way. I was going to marry some 49-year-old. I was 17 years old on the other side of the planet. But I didn't want to reject her again. I stayed with her. Though, I definitely started to ignore her quite a lot. She must have felt desperate for attention. So, incoming nude. I didn't ask for it. And after I saw it, I know I didn't want it. The moment I opened the attachment, I blocked her instantly and uninstalled the game. <laughs> and that's that's enough. That's that's the line. No. <laughs> no. But I can confirm for you all she was indeed 49. <laughs> I swore, it actually scarred me so much, I swore off playing online games. I was never going to play an online game again, until I discovered Eorzea, and what it had to offer. But Eorzea can wait, as this is the end of my little tale. Again, I apologize how messy this is, and for my English. If this ever gets on drama time, thank you Mike and the crew, and this wonderful community. And hopefully this will serve as a warning to anybody listening who may be in a similar situation. Don't walk down that road, my friends. Do not walk down that road. I think you did... 17? Your problem was, you shit, right? To be blunt, your problem was that you, you were 17 and you couldn't figure out a tank healer DPS dynamic. Even after it was explained to you. So... That's where your big issue was, right? And that was the the beginning of the snowball from the top of the mountain in that you, you rolled down. And if you had just been better at games in general, you would have been all right. You would have been all right. It's just got to let it out there. You know what I mean? Uh, might be shit, but you may have made some better choices than other authors. That is true. Uh, that is exactly true. Yes, we have had people make far worse decisions. Uh, certainly after getting nudes. You know what? They also, you didn't get any free shit out of it. 
which is kind of a bummer. You had a sugar mama. I didn't get any free shit, which is a waste. In fact, you didn't even get any experience. You got less experience, which is both bogus and sad. I would consider that a skill issue, 100%. I would go with skill issue. He got gold. Yeah, but Fiesta Online gold? What's that? That's like Final Fantasy Gil. It's worthless. Worthless. The troll trap. Okay. We're trapping trolls. Now, is this RP or an online troll? Who knows? Oh, we got several names. Ashman. Ashman. Dupichu. Dupichu. Hytro. Well, Wokono. With kittens. And Witchy Witch. Okay. Oh, we got a lot of people in this one. Okay. Witchy Witch. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> the Troll Trap. Unexpected event. Okay, we need a guild name. Uh, there's no context for what this guild name needs to be thematic with, so any guild name would do. Um, can we just acknowledge how fucked that would be if the genders were reversed? Uh, depends where you live. Honestly, it totally depends where you live. Uh, it's There's a lot of scenarios where that's not the case. Spy Fox. Mm, FF Dating Sim. Firefall Zombies. The Troll Crawlers. No Maidens. Zombies. Circus Jerk. I like Circus Jerk. The Circus Jerks. The Circus Jerks. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Preacher. Like all good stories, this takes place in World of Warcraft during the Burning Crusade. The almost pinnacle. I was an officer of the Circus Jerks, the second best alliance guild on the server. Mm. Our raids were strong, but our guild was fractious. The Circus Jerks had detonated at the end of Vanilla WoW, losing half its players. As intended, TBC cut the raid size in half. Begone, foul shitters. My Karazhan crew of 10 had transferred in from another server and saved the day. Among my ten, my cohorts in crime, were Ashman, the most patient computer shop owner ever to play a hunter, Dupichu, an indefatigable gnomish warrior, and Hytro, a friendly rogue and father of five, Pumper. The old guard that remained of the circus jerks included Witchy Witch, the guild's longtime human warrior main tank, with kittens, the nicest pie guild grandmother, and Wakono, a former senior guild officer and asshole, also a druid. Ashman took over as guild master and raid leader with me to assist. Witchy and Depichu agreed to share main tank duty. Oh no. <laughs> <clears throat> Shared main tank duties. Hmm. We had an enthusiastic raid that while not properly cutting edge, we still got the most difficult things done in a respectable amount of time. That's fine. But trouble brewed beneath the surface. Wakono had a crew of dickheads who, we knew, sneered in a private channel throughout our raids. They all agreed that the new guild was pathetic compared to how good they were during the harder content in vanilla. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, I've done dying all. <sighs> pathetic. You guys couldn't even do Uro. <laughs> Oh, have you known vanilla the way we played? All these fancy stats like haste and such is far more difficult. Yes, yes, I remember. We had Thaddeus, of course, where one must go left and one must go right. And 
These burning crusade raids have nothing on that. There's far more uh, Sunwell. I could do Sunwell with my dick asleep, honestly, because I have completed Elixir's Lair, which had a rather lengthy attunement process. Uh, I should have you know, you have everything on a plate, all your quests are all in hubs in the Burning Crusade because you're too stupid to find the other quests, you fucking poor people. Uh, unbelievable. Their nickname for our newcomers who had transferred here uh, was Fuckwits Incorporated. Nice. Subtle. Clever. It's always good that when a guild transfers and merges with you to label them Fuckwits Incorporated. It's, uh, it's bound to make them feel welcome if I was to put a phrase on it. <clears throat> I remember it spilled out once when we were struggling to learn to handle the tall, chain-fearing squid men on Queen Ashara while throwing the balls around. Oh. <laughs> Did you call Lady Vash Queen Ashara? You need to get your tentacled ladies squared away, son. You do. You've got to get your tentacled ladies squared away. They go in very different boxes, all right? I would I would appreciate it if you would not confuse your serpentine ladies, okay? Guilty, yeah. Uh, the tall, chain-fearing squid men on Lady Vash while throwing the balls around. With kittens in particular, could not manage the coordination necessary. Need a torrent tank? This guy, yeah? Whoa, this guy. Wakono and his dudes called Ashman a fuckwit to his face and said they could shit a better raid leader. <laughs> Sounds like a fun raid environment. Now, Ashman, in his defense, tried to smooth it over. The tension, but not the shit, obviously. But I cut with... Are you leaving? Leave. Go. And when nobody left the raid, I said, then shut your fucking mouth and play. That's how I remember it anyway, with me sounding really cool. Maybe it wasn't that badass, but fuck it, it's my story. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. It's my story, I'll tell it however I want to tell it. But then the trouble increased when Wakono recruited Witchy to his cause. We were in the Black Temple, wiping on Gertog blood boil. It's a toughie, you gotta walk forwards and walk backwards sometimes. And then we were wiping mostly because Hitro, with Kittens, and a couple of others were just fucking up, walking backwards and forwards, it's true. Which he declared having two main tanks was stupid, and we should just gear one tank to properly survive the dumb mistakes. And if that main tank wasn't going to be him, he was leaving. That's a good declaration by your main tank. That's a good declaration. Listen, I suggest we gear one main tank... And make sure that person is well suited to main tank. Also, that needs to be me or I'm leaving the fucking guild. So, what do you think? I think that's a fair deal. Uh, I'm not willing to compromise at all or negotiate. So, if we could go ahead and make that happen, uh, we'll be in good place. Now, this was difficult. Although Witchy was the legacy main tank of the Circus Jerks. The old school. The pillar. The Pichu was obviously way better. Like, way, way better. The Pichu worked endlessly to squeeze the most possible mitigation and threat from his little gnome, while Witchy was a lazy cunt and spent the start of every raid asking people for pots and flasks. Oh, I want to stab you in the face. Mm. 
God, I want to stab you in the face. <sighs> I hate you. I hate you, witchy. I actually hate you. Like, I genuinely hate you. You turning up unprepared. Like, fuck off. And he was mostly, obviously getting them from Depichu, who always came to the raid prepared. But Connor and crew raced to back up Witchy's demands. The old school stuck to the old school. Even with Kittens thought it was a good idea. And under the pressure, under the pressure of all this, Depichu, the better player, the most prepared, said if it'll just stop the fighting, I don't mind. It was going to put it to rest, right? Ashman, our raid leader, acknowledged the new arrangements and everything should be peachy clean from here, right guys? All tanking gear was now Witchy's first. And the guild, but mostly Depichu, had to supply him with consumables in order to let him focus on tank strategy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you could do both. You can't buy potions and learn how the fight works. Impossible. Am I right? Impossible. There were more little fights, but all of this is just standard guild drama that you probably know about. Mostly, I had loads of fun with the Pichu and Hitro and all my old and a couple of the new friends through the best damn expansion Blizz ever made. When I graduated from school with kittens, I actually had flowers and a card delivered to my house. Oh, that's really nice. It was Black Temple progression where it hit the fan. And it began... Oh, yes. And it began with a post on the official Blizzard Realm Forum. Sacrosanct. Where all good things go to die. The Realm Forums. The thread in question, ladies and gentlemen. The thread in question that led to the downfall was warglaves warriors or rogues question mark warglaves warriors or rogues question mark <sighs> in this thread a character that was named judge judy replied why is the op even asking the circus jerks will never get glaives because they're too shit. <laughs> now, <laughs> Savage, that's pretty cold. Now, this is before the battle swag. This is before battle swags were a thing. People could easily make low-level tunes and just post on the forums anonymously. Judge Judy was a level 6 gnome female with a sour face and short ginger hair. The post wasn't too bad, but when people started asking what was going on, what's going on with the circus jerks? Judge Judy wasn't going anywhere. Judge Judy used the realm forums to tell all like a biography. Replied again and again and laid it all out. She described all of the guild's problems, exaggerating them as well. The thread lit up with replies as everybody was drinking of our guild's salty, salty tears. Apparently, they fucking loved reveling in our misery. <laughs> no, online? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Judge Judy called out people by name. Ashman. Me, Depichu, Hitru, and half of my crew by name. 
She described that we were the shittest players and that we had an IRL photo forum and that she could tell that we were all giga losers, even though we never even had an IRL picture for her. It was really offensive stuff. <laughs> even old with kittens got taken to court for being far too old and handicapped who should just give in to her definitely having arthritis. Wow. Wakono and his mates fed the dumpster fire with endless L-O-Ls. Except Witchy, who stayed quiet. Patient as ever. Ashman posted an apology that the guild's dirty laundry was being aired out and tried to be the responsible guild leader. He also went to our forums and wrote the guild a promise that he would do better in the future. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. Oh, don't do that. Kick them. Kick them. He wrote a promise that the, to the guild that he would do better in the future and that he was sure we would get some warglaive soon and not to listen to the haters on the forum. A mistake. It was a mistake. Mukado's guy seized onto this to laugh that we'd probably give the glaives to Depichu because we loved him so much, even though he was a tank. I got on Ventrilo with Ashman, and he was actually really upset about everything that had been said. We know we had, we knew we had to kill it quickly, but how? How are we going to sort this out? We could kill Wakano. The problem was, even though Wakano had cheered at Judge Judy's crap, he actually hadn't said anything incorrect or offensive in the forum thread. Who agrees with that? Someone says your mother's a whore and then your friend cheers at this. Have they technically not said anything offensive? Of course they have. They have sided with the thing. Of course they have. A hundred percent. Just because they didn't type it out or copy paste it. Of course they have. Ah. <sighs> And the problem we also had as a guild that was definitely drama-riddled, we'd already let worse behavior go in the past. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this isn't even the worst thing someone's done. Can we kick them for this? Compared to what else has happened, this ain't even that bad. <laughs> and what worst of all, as you all could probably imagine, Wakano was a good player. You never missed a raid. If we kicked Wakano now, he'd take his friends. Our raid progress would be toast until we rebuilt. <sighs> time and time again, we make the same mistakes. The forum post meant our guild name was complete dog crap. So recruitment would be hard now. We didn't want to transfer servers again. The solution we decided then, the solution we decided on was to find and kick who was Judge Judy. If that was Wakano, then so be it. 
Hopefully, the underhanded sneakiness he had displayed would stop too many following him out of the door, right? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. They'll go regardless. So, Ashman picked up his phone and called Blizzard. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yes, you could do that back then. Can you not call Blizzard anymore? Can you not do that? Can you not actually speak to Blizzard anymore? Did they stop that? You used to be able to do that quite a lot. No? Did they actually put an end to all of that stuff? Man. No. You literally can't talk to anyone. God. So shit. He explained the situation to the customer service rep and asked whether they could tell him whose other characters Judge Judy had. He explained that this was a serious matter that might amount to defamation and libel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I don't think so Blizzard took all this information in Were very respectful and said No, no we're not going to do that <laughs> Unfazed though Unfazed, plan one has failed Blizzard do not believe in our law Situation that we have given here So Ashman came up with plan B And let me tell you Mike To this day, plan B is fucking genius all right, here we go. I don't know what plan B is, but let's figure out. How would I do this? How do you figure out who's an anonymous poster on a forum? It's not easy. You have to get them to admit it. You have to get them to admit it. It's the only way. You have to get them to admit it because there's no way of tracking them. You can track who logs in and logs out, but that doesn't work on forums. Go incognito. Uh, I mean, you'd have to... What you could do, if I was being extra slimy about it, you could make another character that also posts in the same forum thread that makes out that they're like-minded and also in the guild. So you could pretend to also be someone in the guild, reveal certain secrets that only internal people would know, and then eventually reach out to Judge Judy to figure out, who, who are you? I, I'm blah, blah, blah. Who are you? Like, clearly you're in the guild. Who are you? You know, you could do that kind of maneuver. That might work. But other than that, let's find out how they did it. <sighs> Phase one begins. The next day, I started whispering people in the guild, explaining that the forum post had gotten the officers talking about warglaves and the state of the guild. <gasps> you got to play on greed. Yes. Yes. That's it. Appeal to their greed. Oh, the green-eyed monster. I like it. To avoid more drama... We've decided as a guild to figure out who is going to get the legendaries now before they drop so there's no confusion or arguments at the time. Hmm. Smart. I was super friendly with each person I whispered, even Wakono. To Wakono and friends, I said, Mate, we both know Ashman's a bit of a pussy, so let's figure this out. You and me, and I'll make that happen. Then I got their opinions on which of the rogues or warriors they thought would be most deserving of having the big green shiny warglaves. Interestingly, quite a few said genuinely we think Depichu should get them after being removed from the main tank role and being the better player and having to supply uh, pots to the main tank. During the conversation, I also dropped in this little tidbit. I said, listen, I've only told this to a few people, so keep it quiet for now. But a few of us are actually planning to kick Ashman and replace him with 
and then I said a name. It was a different name for every person I whispered. Now, like most guilds at the time, the Circus Jerks ran a guild website with a private forum. Anyone could make an account for application purposes. When I had finished all my chats, Ashman launched Phase 2. He made a big post on the guild forum explaining that the officer had consulted with the guild and the person getting the first Warglaves was Hitro. And barely 20 minutes later, the trap snapped shut. A character called Judge Judy posted in the thread. She began by calling Hitro a waste of fucking space and an absolute waste of glaives. Explained why three or four other people, of course from Wakano's crew, would be better choices. And then moved on to attack Ashman and me for being the biggest pair of dipshits ever to run a World of Warcraft guild. To finish the post, Judge Judy said that the Warglaive assignment didn't matter anyway. Because we're going to be changing GM soon. By the time we kill Illidan, the guild will have replaced Ashman with Witchy. I only said Witchy's name to With Kittens. The old lady. I got invent immediately with Ashman and gushed that his trap had worked. And oh my fucking god, can you believe it's With Kittens all along? The sweet old grandma. We were fucking shot. Should we kick her now? Expose her on the forums first? Ashman was devastated on figuring out who it was. When I had finished talking, he said, No. No, we're not kicking with kittens. Because he looked at the IP address of Judge Judy account on the guild forum, and it was my IP address. I had been Judge Judy all along. You rat bastard! Oh no, it's the <laughs> You rat! Where's my hammer? Guilty! Guilty! I've got no hammer! Guilty! <laughs> guilty! You guilty fuck! Oh, my hammer! Oh, there it is! I've got it! Guilty! Guilty, you piece of shit! You piece of shit! My mouth, my mouth fell open and I couldn't speak. We sat there in silence for probably a full minute. I could feel my face going red and then I just said, Sorry. And I closed vent and logged off. <laughs> you pussy. Oh, no way. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Okay, I I'm sure you're going to get to it. When I returned to the game, I was obviously gone from the guild. I wrote and deleted several long whispers to Ashman and DePichu and all my old friends. Apologies just seemed inadequate. I had fucking written some really dark shit about them publicly. I mean, really bad. And nothing I could say now could fix that trust. I did the only thing that was available to me. Eventually, I just transferred servers and started over. You're probably wondering, why did I do it? I am. I don't know. 
That's actually probably the most truthful thing you've written in this story. I don't know. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was kind of funny and cool. And people really seem to like it. Ah, you liked the attention. Uh... I honestly thought causing, starting some drama would help us get rid of some of the dead wood and eventually make the guild stronger. Oh, don't try that with us. You did it for them. You did it for the good of the guild, did you? You did it for the good of the guild. Yeah. Oh, boo. Yeah, he did it for them, man. He did it for them. But looking back, I think I just wanted to feel powerful. Yes, that would be the truth there. That was that, that would be the truth. That would be the truth. You got to rise our people. You really liked it. So you got to keep that going. Thank you for reading. And Ashman, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. Damn. Damn. That's brutal. That is... Yeah, boo to you, sir. Boo to you. Oh, wow. And you really tried to blame that old lady. And she sent you flowers to your house. And you tried to blame it on her. You tried to throw her under the bus. Oh, man. That's cold. <sighs> that, that's pretty bad, isn't it? That's that's pretty bad. That's weird. Ender Gamma. Ooh. Ender gamma. And a wall. Assume that's a wall. Uh, nuke it from orbit. Okay. Nuke it from orbit. We got time. Let's have another. Before we have to go and get POE ready. <laughs> okay. Let's go. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's, that's, that's rough. Preacher. Early 2000s. Those of us in our teen years were in for numerous horrors. The Twin Towers falling, wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, a moribund economy, and perhaps the most destructive of all, the early days of MMOs. The latter of which many of us are still afflicted by today. At the time, I had friends living a few hundred kilometers away in Toronto. I was living in London, Ontario at the time. You have a London in Ontario? No shit. I didn't know it. Not exactly the most entertaining place for a young man such as I. On one of my many excursions to the, the big city, I stayed with a friend of mine. Waking up one Sunday morning and preparing to stumble my way to the bus station to return home, our other friend had stayed over as well, and there, he was on the computer, gaming. As I peered over his shoulder, I saw it. The most entrancing vision to ever grace my eyes. Ragnarok Online Beta. <laughs> God, you guys all got roped into some shit. Ragnarok Online Beta. Checking. Gaming. Yes. Yes. Now we're gaming. Now we're gaming. I swear to God. Every one of these, like, MMOs that never seem to make it all look identical to me. Right? They all look like, I mean, there's, a, there's like a, a chibi snake girl punching Kirby in the face. Still going? Good shit. It might be a good game. It's just the look looks the same. Insanely popular. It was the game to play. There you go. There you go. Log in. Subscribe. I missed my bus that day and had to take the late night Greyhound. I spent roughly six hours staring. In awe of what I was witnessing. 
An open world RPG with your own little sprite character in a game shared with thousands of other real human beings. Actual fucking people all playing the same game. Unbelievable. Upon my return to my home, I immediately beelined for my basement apartment at my parents' house. Classic. Classic. Now, at this point in my life, I was nearing the end of high school, so having an entire basement apartment, a job, and good grades was putting me in a pretty good spot, I'll say. In fact, I even paid rent to my parents, which they, in turn, gave back to me at the end of university to help me pay off loans. They had their shit wired. That's a good idea. I might do that with my boys. I like that idea. That's good shit. But I digress. Rather than head to bed, I booted up the computer and searched AltaVista. Praise be and found out everything I could about this digital cocaine I had just visually imbibed. Within hours, I had all the big sites bookmarked and forum logins created. Ragnarok Online Source, Ragnarok Online World. Actually, those were the only big Western ones. Again, it was a different time. The full release of the game was a little over a month away. After binging on every piece and nugget of information regarding the game I could, I'd settled on it. My name and class, Tolo the Swordsman Knight. During this time, I had become quite friendly with the mods and admins of the forums on IRC. Oh God, we're going back. In fact, I was promoted to moderator of the Swordsman Forum on Ragnarok Online Source. I even began theory crafting quite heavily. My Sistine Chapel of Nerddom was in reach. A Vit Agi Crit One-Hander Knight. It was to be the pinnacle build. Come at me, bro. Come at me. In short order, I was to begin a journey into what all MMO players eventually learn and what Jean-Paul Sartre informed us about in No Exit. Hell. Hell is other people. In fact, over time, I found myself becoming said hell for other people. I was to become their demon. While launch was approaching, I decided it was time to find myself a posse. A set of like-minded elitists ready to create a guild with in-game. From the Ragnarok Online source forums, I had befriended a few people. Spellboy, who would be our main healer. Backdoor, a fellow knight. Loafhead, a merchant. And of course, Endergamma and AWOL. I can't recall their class choices. Knights, possibly. But it wasn't the play of the game that left the impression on me. It was their actions. Their character their soul. Endergammer and AWOL were our peers. I had only just began reading about games, and I had no clue what that meant in the scope of MMOs. I had played D&D many a time, so to me, RPing was just killing shit and getting loot with a bit of a story. How wrong I was. The aforementioned members began posting threads on the Ragnarok Online source forums describing their characters for me. Me, being a complete idiot at the time, legitimately believed they were describing themselves in real life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you had quite an interesting life. Uh, <clears throat> that's, uh, <woof. laughs> really? You went through all that? That's crazy. Quickly, though, I realized there was something amiss with this. Something lurking under the surface. And it was to be the first scene of a play of the damned. A performance that only MMO players could provide, but I'm sorry to say greed and glory, lies, all of the hallmarks of a toxic, toxic MMO player were seeping into my heart. I was becoming everything people would come to hate. 
As the game launched, the whole team was online practically 24-7 for the first week. While the servers were up, that is. Backdoor and I had taken to leveling together and chatting about music. Spellboy and his IRL girlfriend did the same. Endergammer and AWOL kept to themselves for the most part. Not interested in min-maxing leveling in the mines with Backdoor and I. You see, Backdoor and I had become what we know as elitists. He increased his stats as he leveled firmly into strength and dex while using a two-handed set of weaponry. The guy was a blaster. I knew the hand would become something we all know as the main tank. In fact, one with a twist. I put my stats in vitality with a bit of agility and luck. With a shield and some good armor, enemies were hitting me for ones. A veritable wall of ones. And I laughed at these enemies trying to bring me down. Why does it matter? Endergamma and AWOL caught wind of Backdoor and I becoming neckbeards. They sniffed our unhealthy lifestyle, our degeneracy, and they weren't happy. And in truth, I started shit-talking both of them as well behind their backs, making fun of their little, Ooh, I'm a fairy! Ooh, I'm a fairy! And constantly asking via PM, You guys get to class change yet? No? Mate, I've been a knight for a week. You better step up. Around this time, AWOL had found it. It. An Imperium. An item necessary to create a guild in Ragnarok Online at the time. These things were not cheap and not common. AWOL gave it to me. I, what, does anybody... Who played? Who played? Was this a drop? Could, you had to, did you have to get a drop before you could make a guild? What's the story with this Imperium thing? Educate me. It was a drop. Was it a very rare drop? It was a rare monster drop. Okay, so we got this rare monster drop. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. These things were not cheap and not common, but she passed it to me. I was the leader after all, so I created our guild. Imagine what it was like for us. We'd been playing for a week, and there it was. Guild chat. Unfucking real. We could now speak to one another any time we wanted. And perhaps this feature was a mistake. As our ranks filled out to the max guild number of a whopping 16. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, calm down. 16 people a guild? What is this? A circus? There was something bad happening. Endergamma had begun showing a certain anger and snarkiness towards me. He was taken aback that I was more interested in grinding levels, perfecting my build and playstyle, than the story. The story of my character's journey. The road I've travelled. He would spend his days making up tales about adventure while sitting around in Prontera or Islude. Why would I do that? It made no sense. I have a whole fucking digital world to adventure in. Why would I make up stories about adventuring when I could just go adventuring? As the weeks went by, a few things happened. Backdoor and Spellboy and I had become an MVP ultra team. For the viewers uninitiated into the world of Ragnarok Online, which surprisingly many people are, I seem to be the odd one out, the Grindfest... <laughs> Oh, for the world of KRO, the grind fest that is Ragnarok, MVPs are world bosses that spawn roughly once an hour. And we were fucking good. 
Endergamma had had enough of our beardy gamer ways and sweat. He decided to post on the forum and air the dirty laundry in public, of course. Apparently, they said I had tricked them. I had tricked them, tricked them into handing over the Imperium under the pretext that we were going to create an RP guild. I was confused. I had obviously never promised these things. After several conversations with Endergamma and AWOL via private message, the former decided to leak conversations on the forum as well. By this point, I was a fairly popular member of the community on the forums. I was a fair moderator. I was always helping newbies and more than happy to toss a few gold, gill, whatever you want to call it, to a new player. It's called Zenny, apparently. The pair did not receive... Oh no, it backfired! <laughs> the pair's outburst at me on the forums did not get the reaction they were looking for, to say the least. Another mod had seen enough and banned them two from the source instead. Furthermore, they were banned from IRC as well. I'll be honest. My messages were very arrogant that I had sent them. They were. The attention had not helped. The mod then messaged me what I was going to do about all this. How am I going to resolve it? I replied that I'll try to reach out to the pairing game and see if we can talk, be friends, do something. See if I can sort it out. He replied, kick them, you fucking pussy. <laughs> fair play, I thought fair play could also do that. And I did. I kicked the two of them and I never looked back. And then there was Saturid, another member of the Ragnarok Online Source mod team and a recent recruit I had asked to join our guild to help be the co-leader. He was a good guy, smart, helpful, hated roleplay. Perfect. Well, it so happened that the forums, IRC, and I can only assume other avenues started to begin filling with rumors. Their words had reached some ears. Rumors that I had scanned Endergamma and AWOL with full intention of getting an Imperium out of them, handing the guild over to Saturid and being paid for these deeds in in-game Zini. It had been my plan from the fucking beginning to scam everybody to get everything I wanted. All for the glory of Ragnarok Online Godhood. Which made no fucking sense. There was no guild transference from one character to another. Their entire story literally just didn't make sense. It couldn't even work. But it didn't stop. It didn't stop. Bizarre posts ended up on my live journal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not the live journal. Anything but the live journal. Again, it was a different time, folks. And in my email, my private messages were constantly full of simple messages every day, calling me a fucking scammer. Now, I'm not entirely sure anyone if this, anyone here was, uh, any of this is truly was Endergamma and AWOL anymore. As with the fuckery to come, there were clearly agents of chaos getting involved. As the game grew, so too did the drama. Our own source and our own world had quite the falling out between each other. I don't even remember the reason. However, there was one portion that hit my guild pretty hard. A member of our guild had apparently called the admin of our own world, who was black, the N-word in IRC. 
Now, I'm not the most progressive guy in the world, but I have my limits. Racial slurs, go fuck yourself. I immediately kicked that guild member. No tolerance for that nonsense. However, oh my god. Screenshots started appearing of our guild chat with that word in it. Not only that, but that word being used excessively. Now I can tell you the God's honest truth here and now may you strike me down. These were fake screenshots. That word was said once and the person was immediately removed. Had I seen that in the chat, I would have insta-kicked anyone, especially when my name was one of the chatters. It was complete and utter bullshit. I had been put in a pretty god-awful light, and it was given I was given very little opportunity to defend myself initially. So I did what everyone would do when they wanted to get away from the heat of your online name but still play the game. I made an alt and didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> Uh, life was beginning to get busy anyway. I was getting ready for university and all, and I didn't have the time to level up said alts the way I wanted to. After being erroneously accused of racism, I felt the RO community owed me a favor. So, with justification in my pocket, I started botting that new tune and stayed the hell off the forums. Ah, you turn to botting, dude? That's never the answer. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, I think you had sympathy with the audience up until that point. Up until, when you say you owed one by the Arrow community, you could have just pretended to be a newbie and see if you got some Zen or Zenyas or whatever it was. <sighs> Within a single week, that tune was up to level 70. And it even picked up some nice cards to sell, which were 0.1% drop rate items. But the truth is, when I logged in, I felt nothing for that character. I had put zero effort in. I missed my guild. I missed playing my character. I missed the wall of wands when a group of mobs were attacking me. It was time to man up. And defend myself. So after a week or so away, I came back. I logged back onto my main. And I was pleasantly surprised. My name had been cleared. I didn't even know it. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Dickhead. That's why you don't run away from your problems, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, it was sorted like five days ago. I don't know where you've been, but yeah, it's totally fine. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> In fact, the perpetrator was, as I was told, a member of the other mods Ragnarok Online group. Motherfucker. That was a group I did not want to question. It was pretty well known that these folks had those early 2000 know-hows of the internets. They could fuck with you in ways that seemed mystical or magical and bring it from the digital world to the real one. Or so the stories went. I decided to let this one go. Though the whole experience had made me more than a little paranoid, especially considering the odd occurrences with my live journal, etc. Time passed and everything was going well again, finally. No drama on the forums, well, no more than the usual shit. The guild was relatively stable. We had even taken our first steps into the new endgame zone, Glastheim. Satyrid had even made a deal with a guild, very well known as the best players on the server. We made multiple parties with the other guild, intermingled and took on Glastheim. It was a blast. The zone was wonderful, exceeded our expectations, and I was having the best time. But not long after, it started to dawn on me, you know. 
several members who shall remain nameless were beginning to use our guild to feed guild two they wanted the attention and translate said attention into jumping from our guild to the other they wanted the clout they'd use me as an introduction and try to join the other guild on their second or third farm teams wasn't a stupid idea actually my recommendation meant something, so they were using it, and they were getting better progress out of it. I didn't want to be a guild leader. I had even been offered myself to join the other guild. And it turns out when I looked at it from afar, when I took a step back, my guild was in fact a feeder guild. And you know what? Fuck that. So I left. In Ragnarok Online, in those days anyways, guild transfer was not possible from one character to another. The decision would not go over well, not with Satsurid, Loafhead, Yushi, or Spellboy, all of them. I would have to disband the guild so that my character could join a different one. And it wasn't going to be pleasant. Is this true? You had to kill the whole guild if the guild master left? And I didn't know how to go about this. Yes? Oh god. So, I did the unthinkable. One evening, when the guild, the full guild was online, I took my shot. I did it in the most mature way I can think of. I logged in. In all caps, I typed LOL. Ran around Prontera, dropping all my gear of my main. Logged off, and then deleted the character. Thus, locking the guild in place. It was dead. I was free. I had just completely nuked the guild. <laughs> no explanations needed. I could simply join the other guild with my alt, the one I had botted, my blacksmith. Needless to say, the guildies were quite upset about all of this. Their leader was gone, their guild essentially locked. What does he mean by locked? I'm confused. Does this mean that nobody can invite or what? What happens? What does he mean? What happens? I need some knowledge. When he means the guild's locked, what happens? Can nobody leave or anything? Are they just in stale? Are they just in limbo? What does it mean? Only the guild leader could invite. Okay, so they can't add any more people. They can't do any management of the guild. Okay, so it's just complete. But people can leave, I assume, right? The other the people who are there can leave. That's got to be a character decision, not a guild master decision. That's got to be one of those, I would think. Yeah, no one can replace the guild leader. Wow. Bummer. The guild was locked, and after some emails to Gravity, uh, Ragnarok Online's publisher, my main, Tolo, was confirmed gone forever. Also, another member of ours caught a permaban for this. She had logged into my account once sometime to grab a card out of my inventory I had for her. She had broken terms of service and took the heat rather than me for being a hacker. And what did I do while all this was going on? I didn't say a fucking word. I didn't say a goddamn thing. And with that, I was free to chase the clout of being a member of the Better Guild. Except because they thought I had deleted my character, they had replaced me. Especially as stories of my character's supposed hacking had already spread. Fuck my life. I had destroyed everything I had built. I had nuked it all from orbit. My main, all my gear, my guild, it was all gone. And it turns out, I fucking hated that character that I botted. 
The build was fine. It played well. I was even a great support player with it, but it wasn't the character I used to have. Around this time, Backdoor, Spellboy, Loafhead, and Satori wanted to play a new game. It was launching in a few weeks, World of Warcraft. This time, I owned up and I followed and let others take leadership. At first. Apparently not happy with the leadership that had stepped forward, I was thrust once more to be the guild master. Think Emmerich, only with a more Lala Felon attitude. When the guild was created, I was pushed into being the founder and leader. For whatever reason, I was in a far more bitter mood in this MMO. I would take what I wanted from the guild bank, I would kick people for simply annoying me in the guild chat. Something about the order of events had turned me into a fucking prick when it came to managing people in MMOs. The truth is, what I really hated was fucking Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it, I fucking hated Warcraft. I, play, I played a Tauren Arms Warrior and had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I called him Balehorn, but he wasn't my Tolo. This wasn't my Ragnarok Online community. I just ghosted the guild around level 38 and had never spoken to most of them ever again. Even when I came back to World of Warcraft for the Burning Crusade and fell in love with the game, even though they were on the same server, I ended up joining a guild and even progged up to the end of Wrath. But that bad attitude I accrued from my end of my Ragnarok Online days and my early WoW days, it stayed with me. But with this group, they were full of shitheads too. So my shitty attitude fit right in with them. A funny thing happened though. I kept botting in Ragnarok Online while I was asleep. I made myself a new Tolo. Though it never felt quite the same, obviously. Hilariously, logging onto the map I would bot in overnight, I noticed another swordsman doing the same thing. I wrote a quick lol. I won't say shit if you don't in public chat. There was no one else around and I thought it was quite funny. You know who it was? Backdoor? Hell, I wasn't really hiding it. My tomb's name was Tolo. We had a good laugh that we were both just botting characters in Ragnarok. I walked my botted ass back to town, as lewd to be specific, to sell my botted goodies to a vendor. And there they were. Ender Gamma and AWOL. Sitting in a circle with their new guild. Role-playing... And having the best fucking time ever. I looked at them having this fun. And I logged off. And I never logged back into Ragnarok Online again. I'm older now. I'm late 30s. Wife, son. A good job that allows me to watch Preacher in the morning. Hashtag right gang. <laughs> He's on the right side of history. Hashtag right gang. I play FF14 now and generally keep to myself. Despite being part of one of the larger free companies. <clears throat> I feel like I did when I first started playing. Oh, God. One of the larger free companies on Midgard Soma. Yes, that one. Rich Madge. <laughs> I feel like I did when I first started playing Ragnarok Online all those years ago. In constant wonder. Only this time, fully aware of the pitfalls of the MMO mindset and a lot more mature, humble, and patient. I guess it's kids that'll do it to you. If Spellboy, Spellboy Satirid, Loafhead, and Backdoor ever hear this, and you're playing 14, drop me a line. I promise you, I will not try and lead you in a guild. <laughs> I will not like lead a guild. You've come to your senses, much as I did, after the horrors I committed back in the day with guilds, which everybody listening to this is probably fully au okay fait with, that we do make those mistakes when we're younger. But that bit, well, I wasn't that bitter. I didn't go that way. It's a good journey. It's a good journey that takes you on that way from all those years ago when we are younger. Not too dissimilar from mine, honestly. Not too dissimilar. It's 20 past five here. I am going to be back with you in about three hours, team. In about three hours. But I'm going to love you and leave you. I'm going to go see my kids. 
but we'll be back for Path of Exile and having some fun with that, and we'll build a little crawl then. So till then, my friends, if you want to join in, Path of Exile is completely free. Uh, certainly, if you've never played it before, you can have some fun with it. Uh, the new season starts at 9 p.m. It's currently 20 past 5 in the p.m. here. I'm going to go see my kids. Thank you for tuning in for a wonderful drama time. Really great stories this week. Look forward to hearing them all. If you've got one, send them in to drama at preachgaming.com, or you can submit them on our website, preachgaming.com. Easy stuff, and we will love to share them with the community. All right, other than that, I'll see you in a couple hours, guys. I'm going to go have some dinner. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>